Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 23rd episode of Get This Cake Podcast with your host, Janelle Clark. It is season three, episode three. If you believe in angel numbers, that's a lot of threes. Who knows? It could be your lucky day. Um, So I'm sure you guys heard the news yesterday on Monday afternoon. They're speeding up the process really quickly here uh, for Ontario's reopening plan. So everything like patios and um, shops and like malls and all that jazz was all supposed to open up on the 14th, which is this coming Monday. So like week from now, basically. And they're going to do it on Friday. Um, I was also interested enough, I was reading this other article uh, trying to understand it. Like I go back to work on Thursday and I think this is really going to be really interesting for like a lot of different restaurants and how they plan to open up in their own way. Um, but basically what from my understanding was, and I could be a little wrong, like please correct me if I am, but I did read something that states that we will be able to be open until 2 a.m. last call which is very, very, very different than how we've reopened any other time after lockdown. In fact, how any province has reopened um, their patio season or restaurants um, after a lockdown. So normally it was nine o'clock last call and then 10 o'clock all customers have to be out or at least 11 o'clock last call with the 12 p.m. closing time. Um, but nope, they're doing a full throttle 2 a.m. but only allowing four people per table. <laughs> and there's even a loophole to that actually. So if you have a household that has more than four people, all everyone in the household can go and one other household can join so let's say for example you have like a family of five or like three roommates or like whatever the case may be that whole household can go and then like one other person myself I can join you but nobody else can, can join that's a loophole and then obviously if you're if you have special needs and you have a caregiver caretaker whatever they can also join you as well so there's some loopholes to that um and it's just really really is a different way they've reopened restaurants in the past so i'm feeling a little stressed <laughs> but i'm also feeling a little stressed for other reasons and i really wanted to talk about this with all of you because there's no way I'm alone in this thinking and this thought process. Um, some of you, most of you, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised, have this built up tension almost like a, like a frustration and this huge urge to like you, you probably already have like your outfit picked on the first day of the province being open as if it's like your first day back to school like remember like being a kid and like you had your clothes laid out on your bed and you would almost like sleep with them there like you probably feel that way for like friday you're like pumped um i don't i don't feel that way and i'm actually surprised by myself because i'm like a social butterfly like i love socializing with people i love my friends i love getting together 
and girl, I can drink. <laughs> you know, like I have been wanting to go to winners. There's things for my host that I need to buy. I'm excited that they're going to be reasonable again on like, you know, non-essential items that people need it. I know there's huge controversy with how they shut down certain aisles in Walmart in Dollarama, which was super offensive to low income families. But yeah, like I actually surprisingly, so totally surprisingly, don't have this massive um, excitement. In fact, quite the opposite. I feel very overwhelmed. And there's no, absolutely no shame if you feel both. Like that part of me is definitely excited, but definitely, I would say more overwhelmed than anything. And I have been feeling like this for a while because just for me and my personal life, there has been massive changes that have happened that have taken priority over the news. And that's what this has been. It's just like the everyday overbearing social media, um, CP24, COVID this, COVID that, COVID that. I've been taking my mind off of it to focus on the fact that I'm now in my third week of school. I am now <laughs> trying to prepare myself to go back to work on Thursday. Um, on last week's episode with Dina, by the way, guys, thank you so much for everyone who tuned into that. Just from that episode alone, we have four new global listeners. So we have listeners now in Pakistan, Greece, Australia, and Romania. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, this show is not possible without um, the growth of our global reach. And so huge, huge amount of appreciation for those who have tuned in and are continuing to listen to uh, Get This Cake. And of course, to our original listeners, I just want to take time to thank all of you. You know who you are. Um, but yeah, as I was saying was on that episode, I, was, I'm, I talked about my funny story. Uh, about my root canal and that is also has been an excruciating um, pain and that I've been having to deal with and it has really taken over parts of my life of what I can't eat and what I can't eat and making sure I brush my teeth after every meal and you know trying to find time to do it and um big major like major PSA do not go to Riverdale Dental do not ever 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 go to Riverdale Dental I've had a nightmare of an experience with them um just really really bad really really bad experience and so that has been stressing me out and I I always say to you guys, this platform and this podcast is where I can be my authentic, genuine self and is the one place that I preach to those who come onto the show to be their authentic, genuine selves because that is what growth is all about. And the whole 
like it's been a while since you know I've said explained the name you know you can have your cake and eat it too that whole concept is really comes from being your authentic genuine self what makes you happy and I will do that and I'll tell you guys last week I broke down pretty bad there was a couple moments I actually had to just pause in the middle of my day and cry and that's me being vulnerable and that's me sharing that with you all but that's what happened I you know trying to adjust to school again is a struggle of its own I haven't been in school in ages so that whole routine and it has definitely been an adjustment um, and I didn't really have all the textbooks I needed right away when I first started and I know some of you who might have had the experience of doing um, school during this pandemic, you're already used to it and you've already have adjusted to it. Um, but I'm doing this for the first time <laughs> and it's not as easy as just being on campus and asking administration the things for that you need and and talking to your profs right there on site. You know, I don't have that. I If I need something, I have to send an email and wait for an email response back and it's over Zoom and it, it, it's like it's not the same so I'm adjusting to that and I was uh supposed to already start my merchandise with the military already that has yet to happen and it's also something that I want to discuss uh especially shout out to the other fellow podcasters that listen to the show one of the things I really wanted to deliver for this season and season three was higher quality content higher quality uh and i love and thank you so much for all the guests have ever been on the show but i wanted to get guests on here that would appeal to more people um that would appeal to you guys directly that you can connect with fully and in doing so if you're not a podcaster or a creator of any sort of art for just the heck of it if you're if you're not doing it as just a hobby something fun to do and you do hope that it will be successful and when we say the word successful when we talk about our hobbies or we talk about our passion projects we always mean monetization so when i say successful like that usually just assume it just means monetization if you want to monetize something, well, guess what? You're going to have to treat it as a business. And I had time last weekend uh, to meet up with the guys of, from the Hustle Over Everything podcast. Alex and Owen, shout out to you guys. And they've been doing this for a lot longer than I have and have successfully monetized um, their show and merch and their blog and their newsletter. Uh, so they're doing a lot more than I am right now. But uh they help me feel less shitty about myself and make me be aware that, you know, we all have to start somewhere is when it comes to podcasting. And if you are not already like a celebrity or well-known public figure who's already has a well-established craft, whether that be in acting or comedy or whatever the case may be, sports, and then you start a podcast, um, you have a harder time you have a harder time because those guys like Red Table Talk, for instance, they were already really well-established, you know, figures. Willow, Jada, 
grams like they were all really established women and it was just natural that whatever like you want to do with your career if you choose to go into podcasting your fans are going to follow what you do similar to like i know the kardashians their show ends this friday does that mean their fan base just magically ends no we're just going to continue to support the things that they do and so there's a very select few people who have become famous off or well-known or successful or whatever word you want to use um to to be known as um their work just solely from podcasting like you can probably count on your hands like there's probably some names that already speak to you like joe rogan or call her daddy or two dope queens or enjoy the podcast those those guys are all pretty well known and it's because they've been doing it for so long and they treat it like a business and so learning how to brand myself and don't get me wrong guys when I say I like it, I'm stressed over this. That doesn't mean it doesn't bring me joy. I think if it didn't bring me joy, I wouldn't be stressed. I'm stressed because I want this to be the best show possible that it, it can reach its full potential for you. Um, but that has been all on my mind in the span of like maybe like four days. <laughs> so sorry for that huge rant, but hey, you know, my promise is to be authentic and me and and that's what I've been going through. And I think a lot about last year, spring of last year going into the summer, uh, when it was very concerning of what we were hearing in the news. We were learning more information as the months went on about what this virus is and what it can do, what to expect. Uh, regulation after regulation and trying to adjust to that new normal was scary in itself and then I think after living in Ontario locked up for so long um, my experience was yeah officially like you know at the start initially I was feeling really like eager to have social life back and to have normal life back and to have job security back and to have friends again. All those things that we miss back. But now I've accepted it. I had totally after seven months accepted that this is life. So that is why I'm struggling now to readjust. And you know, I did have COVID. So that part doesn't scare me as much. And I am getting my vaccine and you know, I feel confident in my body to have antibodies now to protect myself if I come in contact with it again. Um, that's not what scares me. It, what scares me is managing my time again and how to live my life again. I feel like part of me accepted what wasn't normal to be normal for so long that finding normal again, it, it freaks me out. And there's no way. There's no way I'm alone in that thought process. So I wanted to take time to share with you guys what are some coping strategies of, of my stressors. Because um, honestly, everything that I just told you about from the last week seems like a normal fucking week <laughs> pre-COVID. But it was my first week of like 
not COVID life. Like it was my first week of like, hey, if you didn't know there was a pandemic happening, this all seems normal thing, like a normal shit, like dentist appointments, school and work. What's on normal about that? Like, but because we've, I've never been this busy in, in seven months, I'm, that's why I'm trying to navigate it. So wanted to share, like I said, wanted to share some things with you that has helped me that I'm happy to be able to bring to light for you guys. But in the meantime, I want to take a quick break for this little message. Looking for something sweet for your next event? For yourself or someone special, you might have to check out Salty Bees. Salty Bees is a local bakery specializing in gourmet custom cakes for any occasion. This female-operated dynamic duo, Marie and Vanessa, also create innovative pastries from margarita cupcakes infused with quality tequila, cakesicles, handmade chocolates, and even organic dog treats. For your fur babies, go check them out right now on Instagram at SaltyBeesTO and I will include their link to their handle in the description of this episode. Don't forget, SaltyBees Toronto, the one-stop shop for all of your sweet tooth needs. Now, for all of you who did participate in the giveaway, congratulations to everyone who took the time. I cannot wait to be able to do the next giveaway. This one was just so much fun. But we do have a winner, and the lucky winner for the giveaway is Anna B. Woo! Congratulations, girl. Um, you have just won the $60 value custom variety box from Salty Bees Toronto. Um, and this will include the opportunity to customize your colors, your choice of flavor of either chocolate or vanilla. It will have macarons, cupcakes, cakesicles, and homemade gourmet chocolates as well. Um, perfect for you and perfect for you to share. And we have your Instagram here as at a-N-I-A-B-3. So Anna B, congratulations to you. And thank you to everyone who did tune in. Thank you to everyone who did check out the giveaway. And good luck to you next time. So, yes, healthy ways for managing stress. And look, guys, I'm not a therapist or someone you know, certified to give you advice. I only speak on things that help me. And the stress that comes in my life is usually always super amplified in the moment. Um, it can always feel intense. It can always feel like, like a weight on your shoulders. And one of the things that I really am trying to remind myself, as cliche as it sounds, don't sweat the small stuff. And usually once your head is clear of that initial shock to the body of what am I going to do about this situation that seems like it doesn't have a solution in the moment, when you're able to think in a clear headspace, you will find the solution. We always, we always do. Like, please, like, it's very rare to think about times that you didn't find a solution um, realistically. And don't stress the things you cannot change. 
Um, if it's not something you have control over, or if it's not something that you realistically, if you try really hard to make an impact on its outcome, then that is just what's meant to be. Now, we're going to have to figure out how to live with it and cope with that circumstance. And when we learn to accept and cope with the things that we cannot change, when those incidents, when those stressors happen in the future, it will feel less intense and we'll be able to just take a step back and just take things day by day or minute by minute. So, you know, those are the two things I've been really reminding myself. Now, that, those sayings can only go so far. And, and like I said, in the moment, your ability to think clearly on anything, if you're anything like me, is almost near impossible. But with practice and with routine and with the with having a clear headspace, we are able to cope with things more effectively and efficiently. And I think having a clear headspace is so key. Um, when I am trying to sleep, I think like sleep is really like really, really, really underrated. We need sleep as much as we need to work, as much as we need to breathe, as much as we need to eat, as much as we need to socialize, as much as we need to love. Sleep is so crucial and you can't do all the other things that I just listed unless you're finding time to sleep. And having a good cycle of REM sleep too. Not just like a few cat naps here and there and becoming a workaholic. Like literally taking time to like really dedicate in your schedule to make sure you're going to bed at a good hour and waking up at a good time. Now, I know that's easier said than done. And before I was in class, like I am not a morning person whatsoever. I never really was. I fantasized about being morning people, like a, a morning person. Like I would see influencers going for a run at 6 a.m. I'm like, you're absolutely insane. But like, like, can I pretend to be that? Like, I'm just not. I'm just genetically not a morning person. But what can help you become a morning person. I think the reason why I wanted that was to have the ability to have more hours in the day. To get the shit done that's stressing me out, done, you know? And that starts with a good sleep. It really, really does. And for me, it's hard to, when you're used to being up you know, past 12, 30, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., it's hard to like shut your mind off and to force yourself to be sleepy. And I've done the whole, like I've done aromatherapy. I've done trying to read a book before bed. I, you know, listen to some music or even like melatonin tablets. Like I have tried it all. And I think with the one thing lately that really works the most um, out of all the things I just listed, if not combined with something like a candle, um, is meditation. Now, meditation isn't for everyone, but meditation certainly works for me. Meditation isn't the easiest thing to do. It is legit just the practice of centering yourself and clearing your space 
in your surroundings, in your environment, in your head, away from things that are your distractions. And I think that's very important because I thought that in order to get sleepy in the past, I would have to do something to clear my head. And I used to confuse that for actually emptying in my thoughts with just finding things that distracted it. Like being on my phone or watching a movie, that's screen time. And all that extra screen time is just distractions. They're not actually things that allow us to turn our brains off. Our brains are still operating and it slows down the process of your body producing the chemicals it needs to say, hey, it's bedtime. So it really, <laughs> I don't mean, like I said, I'm not, it's something I've definitely researched and this is something that I've had to research for myself personally. Um, and it may not work for you, but it's something that if you are struggling with, at least try it. And then the worst thing that happens is that it doesn't work. You didn't lose or gain anything. You just tried it. But what could happen is you could gain something and that could be a good night's rest. So the good night's rest goes a long way with being able to create those healthy habits to wake up earlier. Um, another thing that I can really stress is like good food. Now, one of my stresses as we, like I was saying before, is going back um, to normal life again is not even with my environment or with work or with school or finances or anything like that. It's with my own self. It's with my own body and it's with my relationship with my body at the moment. And this pressure of hot girl summer is also the pressure to fit into a sheen fucking bikini perfectly. Like fuck off. We just lived through a fucking pandemic like I have some extra rolls that I'm not happy with. I have some stretch marks on my thighs that I'm not happy with. And for the first time in my life, I've fat on my arms. And like I've never had fat on my arms before, ever. So learning to accept those things is the first step. And the second step you can do to help improve the things you don't like is with food. You know, a lot of people say, oh, to get abs, you have to work out. Yeah, that's part of it. But abs are made in the kitchen. And not necessarily to eat food for our bodies, but eat food for our own self and our own sanity that is good for us. When we eat nutritious, good, healthy food, and get into good, healthy eating habits, we have more energy once again in the day to complete the tasks that are stressing us out. When you're just like dealing with your stress with carbs and sugar and crap, you're going to feel like crap. You, what you put in your body is how you're going to feel. If you eat good things, you're going to feel good. If you eat bad things, you're going to feel bad. It's just like, it's as simple as that. But you know what? Like I said, we've been through a, a damn pandemic and we're still going through it. And if you, you know, it's nice, hot, beautiful weather. I'm sure you guys got to enjoy the weather this weekend. I know I did. Um, and you need to go out and get that ice cream. Just do it. But Allow this time to treat food with love and compassion. As you learn to love your body and love yourself, that is a big part of it is how 
you treat it by sleeping right and what you put in your body. Like, you wouldn't want to feed a kid, your child, a ton of things that were chemically bad for them. So treat your own self and your own temple with the same compassion. And you will find, like I said, your energy to handle stress will definitely be better. Um, right now, I'm feeling a little lack of motivation for workouts as like the gyms are still not open and I don't know what part of like phase two or phase three they're going to be. Um, but parks are still okay to go to. And I know a, a lot of people go to parks now and um, try to get out there. And that's the only thing we can do at the moment. So go to the park with a friend. You know, I did like a little Instagram poll um, on the weekend to be like, hey, like who wants to join me for like park workouts? Because chances are you're not alone in these thoughts of this overwhelming feeling of how do I handle normalcy again um there's definitely other people out there that might be stuck in the same rut as you so just reach out reach out to your community reach out to your friends just if that will help you feel motivated and keep yourself accountable like I said everything else will fall into place um and another really big thing away from sleep and eating right and working out um, that you can do. And this is a simple one. And I really should have just named this one number one because I think it's like the easiest thing that we can all try to practice is write it down. When you have moments of panic and you feel like the whole world, the whole weight of the world is on your shoulders, take out a pen and paper and realistically write down every single thing that is making you feel overwhelmed and stressed in this moment. And then when your head is clear, and maybe you can take five minutes to do a little meditation, have some water and eat like a good meal, come back to that list and see really how intense these things are. You can even order them. You can even order them in levels of intensity or levels of stress that they bring you from highest to lowest. And then once you write them down, then really examine those items and be like, what do I absolutely need to get done today? And what can wait till tomorrow? So get a calendar, get a journal, get yourself a pen and really organize your thoughts visually so they can be like just chores that you can do and complete or tasks that you can do than these thoughts that are consuming your brain. Because once they leave that mental space, it allows you to now clear that space up for solutions. So this is not rocket science, guys. And last but not least, talk to someone talk to someone mental health is absolutely on the rise and people are not receiving the services and the funding they need to get help confide in them pick just one person if you don't have that one friend you can talk to there is resources there is people you can speak to just talk to someone 
if all of this stuff is just not enough, being able to just vent about our stresses to someone who will listen and help us guide it through from a non-biased third party, like, you know, mindset can work wonders because once you start to build this up, it just snowballs. It just snowballs and it snowballs and it snowballs. And then you're really going to end up in an unsafe situation. So talk to a friend, talk to a therapist, ask even like if you don't feel comfortable talking to a friend about your issues, just say, hey, do you know of any resources I can go to? There is no shame in that. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. And sometimes once you just get it off your chest to talk to someone, it can give you the same effect as writing it down. It empties that mind. It empties that space. And it allows room for solutions. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you ever need someone to talk to, my door is always open. Come talk to me message me (laughs) i hope that you found this useful i hope that you found more compassion for yourself and i hope you found ways to handle things that are stressing you out as we go into this new chapter of this pandemic and hopefully the last one and remember guys you can have your cake and you can eat it too